Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place where everything related to Amazon FBA private label and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we'll bring you a very interesting topic, which is basically how to leverage consumer research to optimize and scale your Amazon business. What a better person actually that Justin Chen, who is the co-founder of Pickfu, which is an online focus group, which enables you to build different types of polls and basically analyze and do A, B testing to find the best, uh, basically, um, possibility in, in terms of images, packaging, product research. I mean, we're going to talk about so many case studies. You can implement this on your e-commerce business that your mind is going to explode. <laughs> so it's a pleasure to have you here, Justin. Thank you for coming. How are you doing, my friend? Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's a pleasure. I think uh, it's super important to have you here today because we know that the Amazon and e-commerce space become each day more uh, competitive yeah. and the days of just copy-pasting uh, what everybody's doing and a product from Alibaba are coming to an end. I think long time now that happened yeah. and we definitely need to think outside the box and that's where pick i think is super useful for that i mean we have used that with some of our clients and super powerful the the things you can come up in terms of design which are maybe your main your best main image or how mm -hmm. to choose the best packaging even for pro research is super powerful and I, and you would be surprised when you use a tool such as Pickful because sometimes we assume something is the best choice, but when you actually hear the the voice from a um, an audience, you realize you are completely uh, aiming to the different yeah. direction, right? So it's gonna be awesome to discuss that today. So um, before we jump actually into all the strategies and features of Pickful, I would like to hear more about you, Justin. Just tell me a little bit about how you got started in the space and what actually gave you the idea of come up with Pickful. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So uh, my partner, John, and I both started uh, PicFu years ago, actually, as a side project. So we were, you know, we're serial entrepreneurs and we were working okay. on a completely different business. It was a it was a different website, not e-commerce related. <laughs> and um, we're both engineers. So we wanted feedback on a redesign that we were working on. We were doing a website redesign. And, um, you know, we were typically asking friends and family for feedback. But as any entrepreneur knows that, that, you know, your friends and family start to get tired of giving you feedback <laughs> and then their feedback, gets a little bit less useful. And so at a certain point, we're like, OK, we just need to build a solution that uh, we can use to more reliably crowdsource insight. You know, it's, it's kind of like if you went to a coffee shop and said, hey, which one would you choose and why? That's what we were trying to replicate digitally. So mm -hmm. we built PicFu years ago as a side project and we kind of left it there for a while. And we were continuing to work on the other business and people started using it. And it was very interesting because we started getting people like self-publishing authors, testing book titles mm -hmm. and book covers, okay. game companies, testing like app icons, um, just all kinds of, you know, random things. Of course, logos and brands like the, some yeah. of the obvious things. Um, but then e-commerce kind of came around uh, probably around 2019. And um, 
we were mentioned on the AMPM podcast uh, with Manny Coates. Yeah. And uh, we started seeing all these Amazon sellers come in, testing <laughs> the main images and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we really started uh, dialing into uh, the e-commerce space. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've, we've since uh, focused all of our attention onto BigFoo. And now we're growing the team um, and trying to really scale the business. So that's how, kind of how we fell into e-commerce. Um, a lot of people know us for split testing main images off Amazon, but it obviously yeah. it could do a lot more than that. Yeah. And so yeah, we can talk more about that uh, today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I actually remember that that episode with Mini Coats. I mean, <laughs> I, I I have followed that podcast from the very beginning, and I remember actually it was the first time I ever heard about Pickfu. That's awesome. <laughs> and and the uh, and the growth you guys have been having has been amazing. I mean, you guys went from being super basic, just doing small posts, to now do all kind of tests. So congrats yeah. on that. And I would like to start touching on maybe what is the value people can get of, out of Pickful? Because honestly, some yeah. Amazons, I don't even know how they can leverage these tools. So maybe we can start about uh, if you can share some examples of, of what you have seen lately, people uh, in the commerce space using Pickful for, um, sure. and maybe some case studies if you can share. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me back up just in case anyone doesn't know what Pickful is. So yeah, exactly. You yeah. Think of uh, Pickful as like a digital focus group where we tap into a panel of people which we we pay them to give responses. And so okay. um, all of our PickFood polls are kind of very simple surveys, like micro surveys, where it's a single question and you could either upload some creative options for them to give feedback on, or you could just have them answer an open-ended question. So sure. for example, the way that most people use us is uh, what we said, uh, split testing main images. So for example, okay. you might ask a question like, which product would you buy if you're shopping for running shoes or something like that? And you might put up uh, one version of your main image and then a second version. And what happens is we immediately go out to our panel of people and they vote on which one they like. They give a written explanation why. And then they also give demographic information. And all of that happens very fast. So it happens within, you know, 15, 30 minutes or maybe a little bit longer if you're targeting a specific audience. Um, But not only do you get that quantitative uh, answer of like which one won, but you get all this qualitative feedback around why. So Maybe there's something you can improve about the image. Uh, maybe they don't like the color. Maybe they don't like the text, you know, something like that. Now you can take that back to your designer, tweak it, and just keep improving it. And why Amazon sellers like to use us is because you're getting this qualitative feedback and you're understanding why something might not be performing. And you're able to improve it outside of like live testing, right? Whenever you're live testing, you're potentially losing sales, right? Because one of them is not as good as the other one. (laughs) So why don't you do those improvements off the platform and actually get the feedback of what people are saying? Like, oh, well, you know, change it to left or change it to right or whatever it is and keep tweaking it. And then when you finally are happy with that performance, then put it live on Amazon. Yeah, I think that's super powerful. And I think the fact actually that I would like to bring to the table that Pickfoot also allows you to do is that you can actually choose the type of audience you want to aim for, yes. right? You can choose the the basically the the avatar of what you a uh, product will be aimed for, and, and this is super important because uh, compared to our services, we have seen that they just blast these to random people. Here, you can actually choose. Ah, I just want a woman. I just want this specific age and all of that. Exactly. So. Um, and this give you a more targeted understanding of what actually people that would buy your product uh, would think when they see this product on Amazon and if they actually would give the best experience to them, which is awesome. 
Um, now uh, you, um, we talk around a uh, main image uh, split testing, which is one of the main things uh, sure. we have uh, seen people using Pickford for. But I mean, there are so many other things you can yep. use Pickford for. For example, pro research. So I, I don't know if maybe you can quickly, uh, quickly test on a uh, touch on that because pro research we know is super important, and and we know a lot of people that have used Pickford in the past for doing pro research, and they have amazing success because they can yep. understand what things. Uh, people want a uh, uh, that the the market is missing and you can bring it so maybe you can touch on that as well yeah for sure it, it's funny because everyone knows us for this main image stuff and usually they come when they have an issue with performance or whatever yeah. it is and then we 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 help them out and then they realize oh we actually should have done this earlier than uh, from the very beginning <laughs> yeah because, because you know, sometimes they issue the product <laughs> yeah a lot of times they test the image or you know what they'll do is they'll test their image against their competitors yeah and a lot of the feedback may not be about the image composition mm -hmm. or layout but actually I like see. well yeah. i don't like your logo or your product isn't great or the packaging is yeah, no. not good and those were all fundamental problems that you should have addressed earlier in the process right I so know, i know yeah so um a lot of our savvier customers will be using it at the early stages. So not only testing things like brand names or logos, but as they're trying to research a, uh, maybe they're trying to go into teapots, right? You can actually use PicFu as a digital focus group and ask an open-ended question to say, if you were to buy a teapot, what are the more important attributes that you're looking for? And you don't have to put any options up and people will just answer kind of like free form, just like if you went into a coffee shop and just started asking people, like what's important to you and you could target tea drinkers perhaps right so that's you know audience targeting that you were talking about so that's one way you could start doing product research um, another way is to actually um, uh, iterate on the designs that you're looking at or maybe the product variations as you're looking for uh, suppliers on alibaba maybe you're grabbing different designs or um, color variations and you want to see which one might perform better um, so you could optimize uh your particular design by itself. And then you could also test it against your competition to see, okay, well, here are the top three teapots in the category. Am I going to make a dent with the one I'm planning to do? Maybe here's the main image I'm probably going to use. And maybe I'll slap on like a branding, you know, like do a 3D render, right? And just kind of do a hypothetical scenario. Like if I'm going to go out and at this price against these guys who are selling at this price with these ratings, Am I going to do well? And that's what we're actually seeing a lot of our savvier customers doing because they don't want to go into a, a product that they don't even have a chance, right? Now, you might have done all the keyword research and all that kind of stuff to know that this is a great space, but if you're not going to be able to compete, then don't sink the money in. And so it's it's been an invaluable tool for a lot of our customers to just get a gauge of, am I on the right track? And if not, maybe I keep making tweaks to my design, like make, make it more unique, right? or make the branding even more, uh, you know, compelling. So there's a lot of things you could tweak very early stage. Oh, you're muted. So I think, uh, yeah, first of all, that's amazing everything that you mentioned. The second thing I wanted to touch on is uh, the 3D rendering uh, method you mentioned. Yep. We also have heard people doing that. And basically, uh, you can see as a as a soft launch of a product. You're not exactly. like on Amazon. You're actually using Pigfoot as a playing ground to just put different 3D modeling of what the product will be. Yes. And then you put the pricing, how it will look and everything. And then from there, it will be much more less costly than launching the product. <laughs> And then realize it's actually not converting and not selling. So it's not. Yeah, I mean, because there's also a lot of products that are uh, like kind of pattern dependent, right? So, mm -hmm. when, you know, we see people doing testing like puzzles. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to print puzzles. Like, exactly. what photos do you want on it? Or 
maybe it's like blankets and there's all these different patterns that you want to do. Well, how do you know which one you should do? And obviously you can generate almost an infinite number of variations and you're not going to print run all those and put them <laughs> on Amazon. That's crazy. Right. So, so yeah, get yeah. feedback and then you'll, you'll at least have some data points around like what's appealing to people. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, and I think, um, I mean, we already touched on the images um, and what it comes to be the pro research, but another thing uh, we have also personally a use pick for a lot for, and it's been amazing, is the copywriting as well. Yes. Like testing what people like to see in terms of the tonality of the listing, uh, how you talk about the features, even sometimes the order of bullet points, things like yes, that. That's great. So, um, yeah, it's been amazing. I don't know if you maybe can also share a bit of how those polls usually work so people can have an understanding. Of yeah, how you so I guess uh, just to reiterate, like, yeah, it doesn't always have to be images. It could be text. It mm -hmm. could be uh, video even um, or audio files. And so there's a lot mm -hmm. of different things that you can test. So I would say for, for copy, the way that people typically do it is um, if you've already got copy, you can, you can do an open-ended thing and, and just ask for feedback on it. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got two variations that of, of copy, maybe different tones or, you know, bullet styles or whatever it is, you can do just a head to head comparison. Or like you said, if you're, if you're not sure about the ordering of the bullets, or maybe, maybe you have a lot of features that you think are important. Maybe there's like eight of them, but you only want to emphasize like, you know, five of them, you can yeah. put them all as different options and have our people rank them. So whenever there's more than two options in a pick food poll, uh, the respondents actually have to rank every single one. So if there's eight options, they're going to rank one through eight. And that's mm -hmm. going to give you a lot of data points around like, okay, well, you know, here's the eight things that I, I think are important. I'm not sure like what the ordering <laughs> is. Throw it out to the crowd. Hey, tea drinkers, what's important to you when buying a teapot? And they're going to help you filter out like, okay, well, I don't need to put those bottom three ones and I'm going to order the top five in the way that they did it, right? So awesome. a lot of interesting ways that you can do it. Great. Uh, now, when it comes to running these tests, based on your experience, is this something you recommend doing only once or, or based on your experience, something you need to do at least two or three times to have as much valid data as possible? What is usually the the case studies you have seen of people uh, combining these tests? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I, I would say the the biggest misconception or mistake that people have when they come to pick food is that they think it's a one and done. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. I need to test something. I'm just going to go run it. I'm done. Once. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Like I got some, I got some data. I'm going to go away. And yeah. That's fine. Um, the way that most people do it at, to get the most value is actually iterating um, during the process of whatever you're working on. So maybe you're iterating on your main image or your product design or your copy. So doing more frequent, but smaller polls um, to get feedback along the process, right? Because a lot of times people are like, okay, well, here's my final product and, <laughs> That's too late. and I'm going to test it at the end. And then, yeah. oh my God, there's like, everyone's commenting and all these, all these micro decisions that I made along the way, which mm -hmm. you probably had all these assumptions. Maybe your team had assumptions and you were just like, oh, we think it should be this way. We think it should be this way. Well, do those tests. And what we actually did recently is we rolled out um, 15 responses. So before 50 responses was our smallest one. But okay. we were seeing this like this iteration and people wanting to do smaller and faster polls because I see had, like smaller decisions and you know they didn't want to keep investing at yeah. fifty dollars every single time. Yeah. So now it's fifteen. And so now you, if you have like a small hunch and you just want small things, people, yeah. you just want yeah. a few people to validate you're not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now you can do a like, quick 15 response poll. It's gonna finish even faster also. So now you can just really iterate on all those all those micro decisions like 
should I put like that badge on the packaging here or here? Okay, well, you know, let's just throw it out there and, and get some feedback on it. Yeah, yeah, I think what you mentioned is is true. I think the the fact of thinking pig food, I mean, in our case, that is, is a one time thing is it, a huge mistake. Usually what we yeah. do, we try to use it along the whole uh, roadmap of launching a brand. So it would be first okay. product design, then a uh, product branding, a uh, product packaging, a uh, product images, and then copywriting, right? And then yes. you make sure you test all the different areas and, and to make sure the thing you're saying doesn't happen, that you already have everything invested, you have the product ready to be shipped from China. Uh, even people say whatever they say, you cannot fix it. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's got to be so frustrating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good. So now let's talk about also about um the type of um basically markets you can use speak for on so right now uh, could you uh, give us a, a little bit of background running which is a uh, audiences and also languages you're able to use speak for for because i know uh, sometimes people maybe they want to launch in let's say amazon europe or other sure. countries that is not english so is that something you guys offer at the moment and if not is, is that something coming to pick for yeah? yeah so right now we're um U.S. audience is is what's available right now. We are beta testing uh, U.K., Canada, Australia, mm, awesome, and Germany. Very nice. Um, okay. And so those are all coming out soon. If you okay. uh, if you're a Pickful user now and you want to test those out, just reach out to our team and we can enable it for your account to, wow. to test okay. it out. Um, the German one is actually hitting German audience in German as well. Mm -hmm. So like they will respond in German and we'll translate it back into English. Yeah. Um, and Targeting wise, uh, like you alluded to, like we, we um, in addition to the different languages, like we do have a lot of different audience targeting. So um, things like uh, not only demographics, but also behavioral. So are they tea drinkers? Do they like to are they active? Uh, yeah. Do they exercise like all the do they take different niches? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So if there's something in there that, um, you know, we don't have yet, definitely let us know, because a lot of these uh, a lot of these niches are coming from customer requests. So, you know, maybe there's something we puzzle lovers or something is probably, you know, we don't have that, but maybe if there's enough people who ask for it, like it makes sense to, to add it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. The reason why I ask you is because we have a lot of clients that uh, they want to do this test in our markets. And sometimes I say, oh, I want people to release this, this, yeah. this. So I, it, it's happy. I'm happy to hear that you're planning on that. So it, it's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, now uh, let's also talk. Um, about what would you advise are some of the main things people should have in mind or at least ready whenever they want to start using Pickford. And basically to simplify the question would be what kind of information they need to have because I, I have seen mm. uh, people in the past that they use Pickford, but they have just like a super basic information. They say um, which color should I sell, right? And they give like 50 color options uh, it, it's super broad so i think it would be important to people to also mention on this episode that also the outcome is going to be highly reliant on the information you put into pick for right so um maybe you can highlight on that as well that you need to be very detailed on what you want to get out of those yeah yeah I, I think you're right i mean i think uh setting the context for the question is one of the first things you should keep in mind so um that's that's putting the respondent in the right mindset. So even mm -hmm. though we have targeting, you know, uh, what you're looking for may differ. So for example, you could say like, if you're looking, if you're searching for a teapot to buy on mm -hmm. Amazon, like which image would you click on? Right. Mm -hmm. Or, um, 
you know, if you're, if you're searching to buy a teapot, like which product design do you like, right? Just kind of like adjust what they're looking for a little bit. If you're particularly like working on the design aspects, um, along those lines though, like it's uh, a best practice to try to keep your, your images in particular, um, consistent, I guess. Right. So like, don't have, if you're trying to test out the product design, like don't have different backgrounds, right? Yeah, like you try to, it's a scientific method where you try to keep one thing, uh, or you only change one thing, you keep everything else consistent. Yeah. Otherwise you're testing so many things. So that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, people get yeah. confused and they're, they're not sure what they should respond to. Um, no matter how clear you might be in your question, like people, you know, for, forget, or they're going fast. Right. So, um, this is a particular problem. I think when people are trying to like grab, uh, maybe images off, like, you know, marketplaces or mm. like competitors, and then they're comparing their, everything around them. Everything is wrong. Yeah, it yeah. just looks like a bunch of random images. Like some have props, some don't have props. Mm. Like one's a 3D render. And it's like, I don't, as a responder, yeah. like, you don't know what you're looking at, right? Or at least if you were clear in your your question and said like, okay, these are all, <laughs> <laughs> random are all images. images <laughs> I just want feedback on like the type of the product. Okay, well, okay. you might get away with it, right? But yeah. being more clear in your question is helpful there. So, you know, to, to help this out a little bit, we've, uh, we recently launched these, uh, combos, mm -hmm. which are kind of pre-built questions and, okay. um, even targeting, like yeah, like a template. And they're also a fixed price that, uh, that actually helps a lot of people because what we were, we were finding was there was a lot of indecision and, and confusion mm. around like, oh, they're going through the pole builder. First of all, what question do I ask if I'm trying to test my main image? Okay. Well, there's a combo for that. And then we yeah, also yeah. include a couple targeting for free included in those combos and like your price won't change. So just trying to smooth out that process for people. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great advice. Yeah. Because uh, I think I have seen uh, those mistakes sometimes when people come to us and they've been using PicFone and we see the, the older campaigns sometimes that they, they, they don't really know how to ask the question and they, they were wasting that. So it, yeah. it's a good advice that we mentioned this and highlight. I mean, awesome. I think uh, that, that, that kind of brings me up to the, the other thing that we're pushing also is, okay. is kind of training up agencies like yourselves mm -hmm. to, yeah. uh, to empower them to help our customers. Because we find that, you know, in the Amazon space, uh, a lot of sellers uh, work with a lot of agencies because they're, yeah. they're, they don't have enough time to do everything. Yeah. And it's the same with PicFu, where we find that a lot of people want to use PicFu. They don't have the time to do it or... Time they to have the time to expertise. think about everything. Yeah, I know. exactly, exactly. And that's where agencies like Ecomc can come in and actually help them run their and polls for them. And in addition to taking that data and then like helping them to create, you know, like other assets or, or copywriting or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we have found that that is for sure. I mean, being a getting the training done or tools such as Pickfo has been adding so much value to our clients because so many of them say we want to use it, but yeah, we don't have the time. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. And now, I mean, I think we cover a lot of things around Pickfo, but I'm pretty sure maybe I'm missing something around features or new things coming to Pickfo. Is there something else you feel is important we should mention before we start concluding today's episode? Um. We have this new mock-up tool. I don't know if you've checked it out yet. It's at uh, okay. .com slash tools slash mockups, I think. Okay. And uh, what it can do is actually you you can pop in ASINs or or a search search term, and we'll actually pull in um, that data, okay. and we'll render the like a search result. Okay. Uh, it'll be the image, uh, yeah. the title, the the price, the ratings, and all that kind of stuff. 
And what you can do with this is, uh, you know, I was talking about earlier doing hypothetical changes or launching uh, your product mm. hypothetically. So what you can do is you can take those top three teapots. You can then also make like a hypothetical new listing and okay. uh, you could choose exactly what ratings you want. Or you could say maybe we all have a thousand uh, ratings. Yeah. Five stars, or how will look when you launch and all of that. Yeah, exactly. So you can you can do a lot of interesting experimentation here. So, you know, I would. I would, uh, one way would be to put the actual information and then put what you're planning to launch maybe at, you know, one review, right? Cause you're going to, you're going to yeah, launch one that. review. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what's the price that I can come in and make a dent, right? Because there's a price where maybe the reviews don't matter as much. So can yeah. I come in at $5 less or $10 less or whatever? Mm -hmm. Or what if we normalize everything and just say like, well, first of all, I just want to make sure my product's competing. If we were all on the same playing field is my image. Is my product good enough? Is my title good enough? And so it's a really interesting way to uh, to do these hypothetical tests. The reason we built it is we saw a lot of our advanced customers making these mockups themselves. So they were either using Photoshop or they're using mm -hmm. Chrome Inspector and changing the HTML. Yeah. And we would tell other customers like, "Hey, you should do this. It's, it's a really cool way to to do it." Yeah. And uh, you know, most people were like, "I don't I don't know how to do this. This is very complicating." So. <laughs> <laughs> to build a school that makes it easier for people to, to wow. create these hypothetical things. Yeah, that's that's a very yeah that's a very good uh, yeah feature. I mean, we have done it in the past, but as I say, we've done it ourselves. As you said, like a, yeah, a exactly. mock-up and everything, like using some a graph or graphic designers. But now that you have it included, I mean, we're gonna check it out. Thank you for pointing it out. Good. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Great. So I think, yeah, that should be everything for today. I mean, for sure, before um, we conclude, I want to make sure you mention to our audience how people can jump into Figform right away, how they can th start playing with it, and also your content information if they have any more questions, yeah? Yeah, so definitely just go to pickfoo.com and sign up. We have a Google sign-in, so if you have a Google account, you, it's a one-click sign-in to that. Um, it's always free to create an account. There's never You never have to pay a subscription or membership fee to awesome. use the platform. And it's all pay as you go. So you could run a poll today and your next one could be in a few months and that's totally fine. There's no uh, ongoing monthly fee. Um, it's all very straightforward. So it starts at a dollar per response. So 15 responses, 15 bucks. That's a really easy way to get, yeah. get started. If you ever have any doubts about what to do, you could hit our live chat. We have a customer success team um, that's uh, able to speak with you. And uh, we also have a success manager that speaks Chinese as well. Wow, and uh, so, you know, you're in China and you need help, uh, definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, hit us up uh, for, for help. We can hop on strategy calls and, and give you any kind of uh, advice there. Um, personally, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's probably the, the easiest way. Uh, so you could just search, search for Justin Chen on PicFu, uh, from PicFu on LinkedIn. Awesome. So thank you very much, Justin. It's been a pleasure. Uh, looking forward to having the next one. Yeah, I appreciate the time. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.